Welcome to the Broly Commissioner Cast Podcast. I am your host, the Corrupt Commissioner Joe, joined alongside my co my co commissioner Brian. As always. Brian, this was a week I like this week. This was the week where the football god said, Sit down and shut the fuck up. I like this week a lot. I, I think this week was very entertaining. I don't think I personally I think when you're watching a football league, I don't think you can take your you can take your personal uh, fantasy team into account, but I just want to see good football. That's the main aspect of this, but I you know, fantasy's fantasy's a good thing to make us watch all the football and I think it was a very exciting week for a lot of teams. So just to go back, why I said it's sit down and shut the fuck up week is because we had six teams that did not move in standings this week. Yes. Yes. We had and a very stagnant week in the rankings. Very, very stagnant. And also not a lot of people met their projection this week. No, only three teams, two, three teams, something like that. A lot of surprising scores. Let's a lot put it that of way. lot of people falling. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so let's go right into it. There's a, there's a big week for injuries. Um, yeah. Unlike the past two weeks, this one there are a lot of big star fantasy football players got hurt. Yep, uh, biggest one probably Thursday night game was the uh, Christian McCaffrey coming that out. Was Thursday? That was the Thursday night game. Yeah, that Christian McCaffrey coming out and. Blowing a hammy. Uh, hope it wasn't one of the injuries he suffered last year, but it was, uh, you know, some. it's something that he's got to look out for. Hopefully he's not out for that long. He didn't go on IR, but uh, it's a big blow, obviously, for one of the biggest fantasy stars. The, the unfortunate thing was I thought Carolina was playing tonight, and Absolutely oh my not. God, decisions are going to have to be made now. But <laughs> Absolutely you are right, not. that was last Thursday. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey going down, only scoring five points last week before Chuba Hubbard. Came Taking over the game a little bit. Yeah, got a got a little rust shaking off him. Got a, got a little rookie, uh, uh, you know, throwing throwing it in the fire, kind of like that. But I think he did an okay job. We'll see how that goes moving forward. Yeah, Chuba Hubbard coming into last season before the lockout was probably going to be up there with Najee Harris as one of the top running backs taken. He had a right. I think um a very. I think he might have had. He got injured last year. Mm-hmm. Fell in the draft rankings. I think he also been used a lot during his college career yes so he fell but he he has a chance to uh prove himself because christian mccaffrey is going to be out for the next month or so yeah luckily for you you have yes Chuba thankfully Hubbard. i had the foresight to pick him up week two and then this week way three, you, this happened this way you didn't have a repeat of last year where you had christian <laughs> mccaffrey and you didn't have his backup and mike davis just said hey christian mccaffrey's gonna be hurt because i made it that way <laughs> <laughs> other big, other big uh, injuries coming in the wide receiver uh, pool. We have AJ Brown, Julio Jones, both top ten Tennessee wide receivers going down with hamstrings. You hate to see that. And then also you have the same situation over in the Giants section with Slayton and Shepard going down with yeah. the, almost the same injuries. Yeah, that, that was very unfortunate. Yeah, I decided to pick up Sterling Shepard, and he didn't do much because he got hurt very yeah. early. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't you can't predict that, but it's always it always sucks it to have an injury going. Yeah, it, 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 it does sting. And then also on the wide receiver side, the entire Steelers receiving core all hurt right now. Yep, it's a weird situation over there. Juju did not, or is limited in practice. Deontay Johnson came back for practice today. He did. He still got a knee injury though. He was out last week. Yep. Claypool, I haven't heard much of. It, it looks like they might be all they might all be playing, but um, they're going to be banged up a little bit this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Kittle, he's got a calf injury, which doesn't help the uh, the tight end wasteland that's out there, as we all know. Um, I think Kittle will be fine. I think it it from all the reports, it's not a. Uh, it's not major. No. Uh, hopefully it's just a precautionary thing. No, just we'll something, something to look tomorrow. out for. Something to look out for. Uh, I know Cook, he's still um, nursing that injury along with uh, Henderson. He's still nursing his injury too from last week. Uh, and then um, James White. James White, yeah. Out for the season. Out, uh, out I think for the they, season I think much. they confirmed that 
uh, hip injury. Um, luckily, he's on benches, so it doesn't really matter too much for that. Yeah, and a little, little, uh, a little bit for uh, Johnny here. Uh, Justin Herbert was seen leaving his game with ice wrapped around his hand. Might want to look out for that for your quarterback. Throwing hand? Yeah, throwing hand. Throwing hand. So, man, it's something to watch out for. It might not turn into anything. You could be perfectly fine. Just got a little sore, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. So, moving on to the to results for week two. Um, first up, we had a very Potentially would have been a very close game. It was mine mm. versus Mike. Yep. Mike ended up winning. Mike is now the top of the leaderboard. Top of the charts. After he spent last year in the basement, he's Zero now to the top. Zero to hero. Uh, 137.09 to 119.27. Uh, this was a very good matchup. Uh, I made a few blunders, which ended up losing the, the, the week for me. Um, but Mike's team played very, very well. Yeah, I agree. Mike came out uh, kind of swinging on this one. I mean, your blunders definitely obviously could have swung the match, but at the same time, Mike didn't really make too many mistakes on that. He made a few good calls with his team, and I just like how his uh, uh, team came together this week and said, "Hey, listen, you know, we're not gonna don't don't discount this team. We're we're actually doing pretty okay." Yeah, big plays for Mike was um, he benched Scary Terry. Yes, Scary Terry. Actually, he ended up with eight points, but he was sitting with like four points for a wa- long time in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a good move on Mike's part. I mean, you know, there's like I said, there's a lot of moves that he did that were okay. I think the worst move he kind of did was bench Brady over t- uh, Rogers. Yep. But you know, with the he- Rogers was against San Francisco and Brady was against the Rams. I know Brady's the goat, but those were two kind of toss up uh, things you could have thrown in either way. I don't think I could hold him against that. Yeah. So Mike got really lucky with uh, Zeke. Zeke decided to go off this week on Monday night. Uh, James Robinson not having the best game ended up scoring two late touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, both those players scoring over 20 points and then cooper cup is on his tear at 26 points um yeah he, he's a he's a monster right now yeah he is definitely the number one option he is the number there. one he's number one player in fantasy football right now that's including quarterbacks yeah yeah he's definitely one of the uh league winners so far of this one he's definitely carried a nice 3-0 record for a lot of teams out there but for this league he definitely helped mike take a couple wins on for sure yeah besides for that uh, Mike had Chris Godwin get 16 points. The rest of his team actually didn't do very much. Um, he did leave a lot of points on his bench with Odell coming back. Terry McLaurin actually scored more than Sutton, but like I said, Terry was was down for a long time in that. Right. Um, but Mike's team, Mike's team pulled through. Um, I mean, hey, he got six points. He got six, seven points from his defense, excuse me, and he got six and a half points from his kicker. Not bad. Yeah. Montgomery did six, seven points for a flex play, and he got two points from his tight end, which, you know, tight ends are kind of up and down right now. But. Yep. On the other side, Dak had a bounce-back game after throwing up, I believe it was like four points, seven points the week before. <laughs> yeah. Um, Najee Harris had a great game for him, go- going over 102 yards in the air, mm-hmm. 14 receptions, insane. I yeah. mean, that helps when all the receivers go down. Yeah, of course. Uh, he put up 21 points, Keenan Allen 15, George Kittle 13. Finally getting um, a big game from George Kittle. Yeah. My kicker and defense is both scored over 10. Oh, double digits, yep. The thing that's very that sads, or that saddens me a lot is one yard. Yeah. C.D. Lamb getting tackled at the one-yard line. That which would have been a 45-yard touchdown to help my stack, ends up giving the ball to Zeke for a rushing touchdown. That's that's like a 17-point swing in that one play. Yeah, and I mean that would have definitely made it a lot closer. But I mean at the same time, you know you can't really, you can't really. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you, I know. You know you can't you can't do anything about that. That would have made the game so much closer. And who knows if Zeke would have got all those touches after that? 
Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I I do say that the Cowboys are a throw first team at this point, and yes. and Zeke does get his his fill of touches, but I think that um, they're moving a little bit away from the hardcore push Zeke into four downs kind of move and definitely yeah. trying to air it, it was, out more. It was definitely a game script game. Um, yeah. The Cowboys went up early, big. The Eagles couldn't do anything at so all. That's that's formula for run for a run game. But Mike ended up uh, taking the win. Good job, Mike. Yep. Uh, next game, we have Brian versus Chris. Oh, what a game this was. I can talk about this game a lot. I don't want to talk about it with Chris. He didn't want to talk about it in the moment. But uh, I like this game for a multitude of reasons. The best reason probably is that every time anything happened on either side of the scoreboard, the other person came up and matched it. It was like a, like a slugfest out there. It was great. So the final score, 131 32 to 124 79 Chris taking the win just like mine and Mike's game your game was projected very closely throughout the entire weekend oh yeah oh yeah and I know that a lot of it contributed to you know our the quarterbacks that are playing I put in Hertz late in the um uh last week I got I picked him up I threw him in he did oh he did better than um he did okay he did Tannehill did better than him but it was that quarterback play wasn't it obviously Christian McCaffrey going down only getting five points hurts you're not going to be able to do anything about that though uh, Clyde Edwards got a touchdown finally, got in the double digits. Uh, Jamar Chase. Clyde Edwards had a pretty good game. Yep, yep. Jamar Chase got into, got 20 points. He got two touchdowns in that game. Mike Williams went Mike off Williams. like crazy. He got 30 points. And then I got two points from Hawkinson, two points from Harris, and seven points from awesome. Sanders with two carries because that's how they were using that offense. <laughs> well, like we just said, with that game, they were playing catch-up from oh. the very beginning. Oh, they were playing catch-up, but it seemed like every they, they did three running plays. Two of them went to Sanders, and he got seven points off it. A lot like, of catch-up, no mustard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it was a little bit of a... Uh, Unfortunate. The Eagles, Eagles not playing to their strengths, in, in my opinion, but... Chris I was can't 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 deny that Chris did a lot of work. On Chris was definitely carried by the top half of his um his lineup. Yes, uh, Matt Stafford at twenty nine points, Barkley at eighteen, DeAndre Swift at twenty. Yep, and then Justin Tucker, the goat. Listen, I mean, Chris and I had a kicker uh, uh, bout because I my kicker also had thirteen points, but that that yep. the longest field goal in NFL history this week for the win goes on Chris's goes on Chris's uh, points. Justin right Tucker hitting that sixty six yard field goal for the win, um, definitely boosted. Actually, you know what? I think might have gave Chris the win against you. Yeah, yeah, definitely it doesn't been hurt. Close. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a lot closer. Uh, either way, I think Chris and I did a good good job of playing people. Obviously, I still have a th- couple things to switch around on my bench with uh, you know the wide receiver situation that's going on there, trying to balance my flex players and everything. But I don't think there's a lot more I would have done beforehand without foresight. So I think it was a really good game between me and Chris. I like the way it turned out, and I want more games like that. Let's put it that way. Maybe, maybe give me a win next time, Chris. Maybe, but we'll see. We'll see what happens later in the season. So, just doing the math real quick. If Justin Tucker didn't hit that kick, mm. that 6.6 or 6.6 points, yeah. you would have won by point zero six points. Wow. Wow, look at that. Look at how lucky so I not am. Only, not only did Justin Tucker win his game in real life, he oh, also won his he won, game for Chris. He also won his game for Chris. And again, like, you know, Hertz was thrown to a Goddard, too, so that didn't help the Monday night uh, catch-up that I had to play. But either way, like I said, it was a great game. I'm proud of it. Not a lot to say there for me. Moving on to the next one, another very close game. Um, that's why we're starting off this week. Uh, we had Christian versus Johnny. Mm. Johnny... Getting the extremely lucky win. Yes. 102-69 to 95-98. 
Yeah. Extremely lucky. I think that's the third highest scoring points of the week, and he was able to get a win. Yeah, I mean, he would have lost to two, everybody but two other people yes. in the league, so you can't be happy about that win, but you'll take what you can get, right? You can't He's, be happy about it, but you could be happy oh, about you, it. Oh, you could be happy about it, but you can't be happy about like moving forward, confident. Let's let, You put, can't be confident about that. Let's put it that way. Uh, Christian, I don't think he put a bad lineup up. I mean, he he obviously switched um, uh, Gronk and uh, Higby, Higby which, which we called, which ended up not working in his favor this week. But still, Gronk had targets. Gronk was there. He he dro- I saw him drop two uh, uh, red zone touches. He's getting the red zone looks, so I don't think it was a bad play either way. But it's still you know a couple points here and there. Um, and he, it was just like, you know, Chris Carson showed up for, for Christian. Claypool showed up for Christian. Lamar Jackson obviously showed up for Christian. And uh, Aaron Jones threw up points, too. And his kicker got 12 points. It looks like everybody's kicker's doing well. Steelers D didn't do so well. That I think that was a big uh, factor in this. Yeah, is this a little cause for panic for Johnny? This is, I mean, oh. his first week he scored 92 points. This week he scored 102. He had that one, uh, that 158 last week. Yes. But... It's not, not not a good start for him. No, I mean, and you can kind of attribute that to, like, people on his team not performing like they should be. I mean, obviously, Derrick Henry kind of carried him in week two. Yeah. Kamara's, you know, doing Kamara things. He had a slow start, but he's getting he's getting touches now. Um, Robert Woods has not been producing with Cooper Cup doing what he's doing over in the Rams. And that's scary for Johnny. Brandon Cooks has been okay. Brandon Cooks has been great. Yeah, he's been great. He's he, been great. He's been scoring 15 points. That's a steal of the draft it, right now yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but Tanyan, he's been used mo- mainly as a, a blocking back. He can't really be happy about that. Yeah, Gaskin, so let's go over it real quick. I mean, uh, Justin Herbert, 30 points. Kamar, 19. Derrick Henry, 17. Co- uh, Brandon Cooks, 16. That's everything that Johnny had over 10 points. Yeah. He left a lot of points on the board. And, you know, that Buccaneers defense, once again, going in the negatives. They had a good 22 points last week. Yeah. But is that the anomaly? If you take away Derrick Henry's anomaly and the Buccaneers' anomaly for the season, Johnny would have been back in this 100-point game. Yeah, I mean, I like the Buccaneers' defense for their run defense, but their cornerbacks are absolute crap with them picking up uh, Sherman, uh, over right? So, I mean... Yeah, they'd finally picked up. Yeah, so they had to pick up somebody to catch, to stop balls from being caught. So I think the Buccaneers' offense is definitely a little high caliber, but it's not very good at stopping the points, and I don't think their defense is going to shape up as well as they can. Maybe fade them next week? I'm not sure. And unfortunately for Christian, his team didn't really do much uh, this week. Uh, scoring over... No one scored in the 20s. Uh, he only had Lamar Jackson at 19, Chris Carson at 15, Claypool at 14, Aaron Jones at 16, and his kicker, Dan Carlson, for 12. Um, you got to be a little worried for Christian's team. He has a lot of injuries, it's looking like, for this upcoming week. Yeah, it's not looking that good. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice at all last week, only mm. put up three points against Jacksonville. Yeah, but I mean, D- I know D Hop doesn't miss any games, but when D Hop's injured, he still plays, but he doesn't really get open. Yeah. That's the thing. So I think playing D Hop was a little bit of a risky play there. It didn't shake up. I but mean, you can't you can't not play him. But I mean, it you sucks. you could not play him if he's if he's getting limited practices every time. And you're like, nah, he's a vet. He's a vet, and then he puts up three points. You cannot play him. Yeah, you know. I mean, but still, still not my team. I mean, and hindsight's twenty twenty again. So what was he gonna do? Throwing Cole Beasley over Hop? I mean, I mean, it would it would have worked, but it nobody would have you people would have made fun of him. So yeah, it's not it's not something I would. I think what Christian could have done. I don't I don't know how Devin Singletary has been doing. He's been doing actually decent. Um, 
Washington has a good run defense, and he could have played uh, Patterson. Yeah, but again, that's uh, if he played without looking at the numbers afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but again, like you said, I, I liked Christian's uh, effort this this time. I, I think it was just a bad shakeup with how his players land up. Johnny, I'm a little more worried for. This seems yes. to be like a consistent thing for Johnny, and here's I hoping that somebody can pull him the out of the The thing is, for Johnny, he likes his guys, and he holds on to his guys, so we'll see. I mean, he still has Mark Ingram on his bench. Yeah. So, we'll see about that. Moving on to the next game, we had um, our blowout of the week. This yeah. is a name change, if Kevin remembers. I did not play the asshole this time because I'm not facing the name changer. But Kevin has an hour and ten minutes yeah. to, to throw in a name change. Kevin won, beat Lolly, 161-99 to 9387. And this, this is Kevin this, showing up again. This yeah. is him trying to slam dunk, saying, "Listen, I'm not getting, I'm not drafting from the from the bathroom. That ain't happening this year." Uh, his players, everybody besides Devonta Smith, scored over ten points. Yeah, yeah, which he could have thrown in for another double digit player, but I, it's again, it's a toss up on what you want to do game day. Yeah. I liked all the choices Kevin made. All of his players got, I think, at least. No, excuse me. Yeah, no. All of his top players got a touchdown. Everybody was looking Except solid. Except Mark Andrews, but Mark Andrews finally had a big game. He had over 100 points. Point, yeah, nine oh. yards. Hundred uh, over 100 yards. Mike Evans, 106 yards, no touchdown, but still over 100 yards. And that pickup of the Cardinals D. Whoof. 18 points versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, that's who you're playing this week. You're this year. You're playing against Jacksonville. You're playing against the Jets. Playing against Jacksonville, playing against the Jets, probably playing against Houston as long as Tyrod's not there. But you know, I'm sure that that's a that's a toss up between everybody. But yeah, no, I think rotating uh, defenses and trying to play defenses that are good uh, are definitely going to be game winners, as we saw with Johnny. Because uh, I mean, even though he didn't lose the game, Johnny didn't put. He was, I think, he's the only person that put up negative points on his defense this week. Yeah, I so. think so too. Yeah, but and then going on to Lolly's side, um, he Lolly's going to have to start to get worried a little bit. I mean. Uh, I'm not okay. So the injuries are starting to hit him hard already. Yeah, and you can't really plan for that. I mean, he's got yeah. he's got Antonio. Uh, I'm sorry, AJ Brown. Yep. That's obviously sucks, right? He's got. Um, he had Dalvin Cook and Darrell Henderson, yeah. his top two running backs, out last week, which is AJ, also garbage. AJ Brown goes down early, only putting up point three points. Yeah. Um, and then James White is now still, out. Is for the now season. out for the season. Right. So that's three of his running backs on hurt status, and he's playing, you know, Williams and Davis to try and patch the the gaping hole. And that's all his running backs. That's all his running backs, which is fine in my opinion, because the the except for James White, obviously, he can swap them, swap him out, maybe make a trade or something. Except for that, though. I think he's okay. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to come back either this week or next week. Henderson's going to come back either this week or next week. They both look good when they're out there. These aren't really reoccurring injuries for them. I mean, Dalvin, Dalvin, Dalvin Co- goes down with the ankle injuries, I feel like, yeah, often. Yeah, but he, he goes down for like two weeks, and then he's good for the rest of the year. Then again, this is a longer season, so we'll see how that plays out. Henderson, yeah, he always gets a he little he always gets a little banged up, but Wally still. Well, should be making a move for a running back. We'll see if he's able to do it. Well, um, the problem he is does have not a lot of pretty good receivers that he could he could move yeah the problem is these he's there's not a lot of running backs on the wire so he's got to be a trade and he's got to be trading something yeah so i i i'm not i okay being on three obviously you put a little panic in you but having the option there to and and the the talent there to get the back end of the season back up and running i don't think you need to do like an emergency like let's sell dalvin cook dalvin cook for two no, b no, receivers no, or anything like, or be uh i'm sorry be um running, running backs. backs or or try and you know move 
uh, Ayuk or somebody that's high performing on his team like Metcalf to try and get a high caliber guy. You don't need that. You just kind of need to roll with the beginning and then hope you swell up at the end and see what's going on with that because – I, I'm like it's like we like we said during the draft uh, podcast. I like John Lally's team a lot. He had an t- amazing lineup of players. It's just the injuries are unfortunately hitting him, and that's why he's 0 three right now. Hit him hard, hit him early, and that's not really not when you want it. And he he's going to dig himself a hole. The good thing is he's only two games back. Yes. So we'll see if he's able to get out of it. This week is going to be a very important week for him. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, everybody on the roster is now two and one that can go into the playoffs. So everybody or one and two. Well, one and two, oh, two and one, two yes. and one to get in the playoffs. There's six teams at two and one right now, so yeah. it's not that far of a gap yet to get to the playoff level. So, and then finishing off week three, our matchup of the week, we had the battle of the Bro League podcast host, the defunct Bro League podcast host. Now I think we can call it yeah, Gooby versus Dom. Gooby ended up pulling out the win over the two and O Doms to to give Dom his first loss of the season, one nineteen oh seven to one oh five. 45, another low-scoring game. I believe Gooby was fifth and sixth in scoring this week. Yeah, or I think fifth. so. So, um, good matchup for him. Um, but really, when you look at it, his was it? Gooby's team didn't really do much. <laughs> yeah. He I saw mean, J- Josh Allen put had, up almost 40 points. Had a, had a monster game scoring five touchdowns, four in the air, one on the ground, 37 points. Right. Other than that, only Adam Thielen at 14, Thomas Ke- or Travis Kelsey at 13, and Calvin Ridley at 10. And the Browns D. Browns defense got 15.75. Um, everybody else scored under 10 points. Yeah, I mean. And they were low 10 points. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. But, I mean, again, this is kind of injury-based. I mean, I, I absolutely do not like the Latavius Murray play there, mm-hmm. especially when he especially yeah. when he had Williams and Zach Moss to play. I think that was a bold move. I don't know if he was like, yeah, let's put it against the Detroit D, but I, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, Julio Jones injured. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think he was uh, – he got banged up that game in the second half. Yes. Um, and uh, Juju injured again. So, again, this is, this is Gooby winning, but then his team kind of got injured in the week, so he's kind of got to maybe look at some moves. Also – I mean, I'm going to go on this to this a lot later, but he's also got bench people that, you know, I mean, Chenault, he's been, you know, iffy. Zach Moss, he's fine. Uh, Philip Lindsay, he's been very hot and cold. Williams is definitely, hey, let, if, if uh, Swift is getting a game or not, you know, it shows if he's doing anything. And he's got Trevor Lawrence on his bench when he's got Josh Allen, and he's got T- Logan Thomas on his bench when he's got Kelsey. I don't know what the hell he's doing with his bench. Yeah, his bench is crap. <laughs> um, it's going to bite him in the ass. I mean, Zach Moss. Since his benching in week one, he's he's been great, and he's still sitting on Gooby's bench. Yeah, I mean, um, Gooby really needs that wide that running back too. Um, I mean, especially when you throw him guys that put up three points. Yeah, and Zach Moss could be that, but I'm I'm worried about Gooby's team. Um, we mentioned this after the draft uh, recap. Mm. This this running back situation will bite him in the ass. It's already starting to. Um, he's lucky that he's gotten two wins so far, um, especially this week. Um, so, I mean, it's the win now, but he wins the battle, but will he win the war? Yeah, and, I mean, going on the other side of it with Dom, I did like a lot of Dom's players. Mahomes put up points, Chase Edmonds was a bold play, put up points, DJ Moore put up points, and Gibson put up points. 
The rest of it seemed serviceable. It was I think it's serviceable. Down, at best. It's just a down week for Dom. Yeah, I think or it was. A, th- at least that's what he has to hope for. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of a slump for his players. It wasn't really the go-to for his team. I think, and I think that's the best thing you can hope for. Yeah, Kareem Hunt uh, vultured a lot of points out from Nick Chubb. Yes, uh, Allen Robinson is playing on a team right now that I don't know if you if you trust Allen Robinson. Justin Fields. Um, Pick the was it David Montgomery scored more points or or gained more yardage than the entire offenses, including David Montgomery total. Wait, what? David Montgomery scored more points than David Montgomery. No, David, David Montgomery <laughs> had more yards. Yes, than him and the Chicago Bears offense combined. How does that make Justin me- Fields lost sixty-seven yards? Oh, okay. He lost six, so so Dude Justin sacks. Justin Fields' loss of yards actually brought his total higher than the team total. Yes, got it, got it. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just hard. I mean, yeah, I don't know what Justin Fields is doing over there. Obviously, he was going against uh, Cleveland, and that Cleveland has a very nice cornerback uh, situation going over there. So yep. they are very bad against the uh, uh, if you put a quarterback against them. But he was getting picked left, right, and center. It was bad uh, last week. Hopefully, Dom's monitoring the uh, Justin Fields situation and seeing if he can get Allen Robinson, maybe trust him in the future. But other uh, than that, you know, Debo Samuel has a had a down week after uh, starting off hot. Yeah. Um, my biggest question when I'm looking at Dom's bench alone, I mean, he he was unfortunate. Deontay Johnson yes. was out. Obviously, bad um, luck. Why is Nelson? Oh, never mind. Nelson Aguilar is now off his roster. Yes, he is not on the roster. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with Dom's bench. It's not terrible. Now, yeah, it's just kind of lotto tickets and like you know uh, shots in the dark. Yeah. I like. I, I mean, I, that's that's kind of what you expect on a bench. Yep. Well, Dom picked up his first week, uh, first loss of the year. Yes. Um, unfortunate for him. Fortunate for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so that wraps up our results for the week. Let's go over our big bra- our awards of the week. First off, we're going to start off with our big brain plays of the week. Um, this I'll give the first award. I gave this to Mike for benching Scary Terry. This was before I looked at the numbers. Yeah. Uh, Scary Terry ended up scoring two more points than Cortland Sutton. I thought Cortland Sutton. I thought it would have been a bigger difference. I thought Scary Terry was going to have uh, over 10. Mm. So um, last I saw it was four points throughout the day. I guess he must have got a couple of yards at the end that I didn't realize. Um, but, but still, overall, me, me and Brian were very surprised that Mike did this. And yes. at the time, we thought it was a good move. Yeah. I mean, or, well, we thought it was a big brain play. Yeah. At I, the thought, time. I thought, it, yeah, because, I mean, honestly, this. They like I think um, they said it during the game against Washington. Like there's basically a book out on Heineke now, and you, players are just watching the video and being like, "Oh, okay, that's how we stop him, easy." And then they just they just pick the ball off him. And yeah, I think he's been read very easily in this game, and it's going to show a lot in the future. It's a little scary for Terry's offense and his capabilities. You obviously play him against good matchups, but I don't think he's a lock in like he was the first couple weeks. I think the one thing I would have done for Mike make it even bigger, burning if he would have played Odell. Yeah. I thought Odell was a really good play going in, especially that. because Landry's out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was a good move. But listen, I mean, t- t- taking somebody and saying, "Hey, listen, he got c- good points last week with this uh, new quarterback. I'm going to sit him." That takes a little bit of guts, and I, you know, that's why his big brain play number three of the week. Big yep. big brain play, play number two. I'm going to give it to myself for picking grabbing Chubb and Hubbard last week on waivers. Personally. I sat there and I said, holy shit, why don't I have Chubba Hubbard? And I'm going to be so mad if somebody else picks him up. And I would have been 
extra mad if somebody had him this uh, or I had to fight for waivers for him or drop Fab. He would have been going for a lot of money. He would have been going in the ninety-one dollar range instead of seven dollars <laughs> that you got him for. He yeah, went yeah, he would have went for a tons of money. So I either would have burned Fab or lost him in week two with the pickup. I'm very very happy that I did that and I didn't want to repeat it last season. So thankfully, I dropped my double defense week one, got him week two. And it paid off a lot in one week later, which is fantastic. So that's, you know, obviously, you know, you don't always need to hold your backups to your to your running backs. But in situations like this or all the injuries that are going on right now, sometimes it's a good idea, especially with guys who are a little more injury prone. And the last big brain play, number one of the week, I'm going to give to Kevin sitting Hollywood Brown after back-to-back performances for double-digit points, one for 16 points and one for 20-point games. He had him right on his bench, which, to be fair, we all watched the football game. He dropped, I think, three balls in the end zone, or at least huge plays that should have been easy, like, you know, 13-point swings in the game from Lamar Jackson. But, Jesus, (laughs) to to sit there and be like, you know what? No, I'm not playing him. Fuck him. (laughs) I'm going to give one little knock to him because I'm just going back through um, Kevin's previous weeks. I don't think he played him at all. He didn't. Um, So, I mean, it's, it's... but I mean, is it one that he just didn't do consciously, or he just kept him off the bench? I mean, we won't know for sure unless talk, yeah. unless we talk to him. But in my opinion, if I'm looking at my bench, I'm like, oh, this guy scored double digit points in the last two weeks in a row, and he's going up against an offense that's not known to like destroy receivers. I would have started him. Personally. Overall, good good move. It yeah. ended up working out for him. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just don't know if it was conscious. Or no, not. you know, we'll 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 discuss that uh, after a little discussion with the team. Right. Yeah, good. All right. That will that wrap up our big brain plays. Going on to our bonehead moves, mm-hmm. uh, I will give my first myself the first award. Um, I had a lot of r- roster blunders this week, multiple to be in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to play Tyson Williams. Uh, got a little distracted Sunday morning. Forgot to s- check my lineup. Yeah. Um, the unfortunate thing was Dalvin Cook at that point wasn't ruled out. Nope. I should have just played Madison. Didn't. He scored 20 points. Tyson Williams scored two. Yeah. Um, the other big play would have been to do what I did the week before and play Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Um, Kareem Hunt dropped 24 points, uh, and those those are what cost me the game. Yeah, I mean, losing the game to two players that you didn't play, two players you didn't play is really, really rough. I mean, you did pick up uh, Madison expecting Cook not playing, so yep. that would have been an easy, like, hey, listen, more shot in the dark. Block, but yep. Well, okay, more for a block, but at the same time, you know Madison was going to go in. I understand people were a little scared of Madison because he did bad that one game last year with Cook, but he was pretty much going to go in. Like, he, the Sunday they were like, eh, he's doubtful at best. So, And then one more move, a little bit of over-tinkering. Mm. After last week waivers, I ended up picking up Emmanuel Sanders, feeling like once Josh Allen goes off, Emmanuel Sanders was going to have a monster game. Right. I decided to drop him for Sterling Shepard, who was having a pretty good start to the season. Yes. Sterling Shepard goes down. Emmanuel Sanders puts up a lot of points. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, no, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna say, "Oh, you dropped the guy that d- that got two touchdowns." Because nobody. But I had the foresight for it. It went from big did. brain play <laughs> to to bonehead move. Yeah. I mean, he did get. He only got four targets, but he still got two touchdowns and a ton of points. That definitely would have swung. Points. Definitely would have swung the the uh, lineup either way and won you the game. So it's a little hard to a little hard swallow for you on all those accounts. Yes. Yeah. Moving on, we have. 
Gooby, we talked about this before, playing Latavius Murray. Um, it's kind of in the same situation that I was when I played Tyson Williams. That is a backfield you don't really want to get into, especially with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it cost me and Gooby. Uh, well, unfortunately for me, I lost Gooby. Was fortunate enough where he was able to weather the storm. Right. But like we said, he had Zach Moss on his bench. He had um, another. Who was the other one? Williams. He had from Jamal. Oh, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. Yeah. Jamal Williams had another game after a down game. He's had two good games as the backup in Detroit. Yep. Um, Yeah. So we'll give that one to Gooby. I don't know why you played Latavius. Yeah, I mean, it was a bold move. I mean, if it worked out, we would have been sitting here saying, oh, it's the biggest brand play, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's like, come on, it's the backup to the committee that nobody really wanted to be a part of after Gus Edwards uh, and McKissick. And, uh, I'm sorry, Gus Edwards and everybody else went down for J.K. Dobbins. Everybody, they, it was it was a mess to begin with and to stick with it when there's no clear back there. It's like it's like uh, saying, oh, I'm going to pick up the newest uh, San Francisco running back. It's just, I don't know I don't know why you're going to you gonna do stuff like that when you got guys on your bench. And then our final boneheaded move of the week we have dom he is chasing those tight ends chasing the tight ends and i'm gonna do a little bit of a speech here because uh not only is he chasing tight ends but i feel like he's chasing the points which Mm. is something that you know personally if i didn't make this psa i'd let people continue to do it you should not chase points in the nfl you should chase statistics how many his tight ends did so bad uh uh every week but the week before Dom picked him up, they did pretty good. So he's going, so he's going and picking up guys, and he's getting moves for things. Look, he picked up, he had Gazeki first week, right? Zero points. Zero points. Next week he gets five. He could have stayed 4. with him. Four point three. He could, no, no. Next week Gazeki got five points. Oh, the next yeah, week, yeah. the next week Dom picked up a quarterback that got a uh, tight end that got eight points. He got lower points. He got four point three. Four point three from Cook. He could have kept that quarter, that tight end, but he decided to pick up the guy that got 10 points last week. What did he put up the next week? 1.5. He's had a total of <laughs> 5.8 points from his tight ends. And the scary part is, if he would have picked up, if he would have kept the guy that he just picked up this week, Gizeki, he would have got 13 points this week. And guess what he's <laughs> going to get next week? Probably not Three. a lot. All I'm saying is, listen, you can sit there and you can chase points and say, hey, this guy had a good week last week. But you got to look at, A, the current matchup, B, yep. the amount of targets they got, and C, if they just got a lucky touchdown or if the guy was actually looking at him or his quarterback was getting open. I mean, like, look, okay, so Dom has Gazeki in right now, right? He's fa- Gazeki is facing Indiana. Indiana is not good against uh, tight ends, and I don't think I trust uh, Carson Wentz to not break both his ankles. Uh, or I'm sorry, I'm I, I not tr- trust Brissett, who's a backup right now. Uh, he, I mean, to be fair, I'll, I'll give Dom his due. Gusecki did get ten targets last game, and my Miami's offense was kind of on a little bit of a roll. But I, I I don't see why you're chasing points with tight ends instead of either a making a trade with Gooby for Logan Thomas, mm-hmm. who's not going to be used by Gooby unless. Uh, 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 Kelsey gets hurt, and Kelsey's not doesn't have a bye till week twelve, which is the same bye week as Logan Thomas. So I don't have no idea why that's uh, why he's on Gooby's bench, and and you can also sit there and pick up Knox from Buffalo, who's on a high scoring offense, who's outscored Logan all is week nine, week nine. Sorry, and but, that, still, it's but still, super late. I mean, it's super late, and I don't I don't see how you're going to use it. Besides, you could just pick up a flyer, and you can get trade value out of that, and you could pick up Knox from Buffalo, who in the first week got six point one, and the third week, in the second week, got eight point seven, and in the third week got twelve point nine. And who's going against Houston this week? It's yeah. I mean, it's just there's just I don't understand the moves on tight end by Dom personally. And it's a little frustrating, but I mean, I'm glad he's like fucking up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm actually really surprised <laughs> that Dom didn't pick up. You know, we're talking about him chasing points. Yeah. 
But he didn't take Tyler Conklin. He he is hurt. I'll give him that. He did. He got hurt. He got hurt that game, and I was gonna bring it up in my little rant there. But he definitely he he got hurt, and he's a little questionable for next week. If he didn't, I would. I'm sure he would have picked him up. And then who is Conklin going against this week? Uh, this is C Cleveland. Cleveland, the w- one of the worst defenses that you can go against with yep. the tight end. So I mean, I it's it's I just don't understand the moves. And I either trade for a tight end. Your brother's got two tight ends. Gooby's got two tight ends. Kevin's got two tight ends. You got options to trade instead of trying to chase points with people that are just not producing. If you would have just stuck with it, it just would have worked. And it, I I don't know. That's it. Just frustrated the hell out of me when I looked at it again. <laughs> Rent over? Yeah, that's called the uh, Broly beatdown, and I'm going to do it every fucking week. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Wrapping up week three, we have our rankings. Moving up to the top, Mike in first at 2-1. to one. These next six teams all have a record of 2-1. to one. Yes. Kevin moving up five spots Woo. to uh, second, place. second place. Chris stays the same. Dom drops from first to fourth, dropping three. three. Yep. Gooby and Johnny both remain the same. Um, these next three teams have are one and two. Yes. We have Christian falling three spots. Yep. Brian, then me, both remaining in the same spot, and then rounding us off in the basement, we have Lolly, who Lolly. has not left since week two. Lolly on suicide watch here for the season. So far. So far. So far. So far. And now as we move into week four, let's go through the waiver wire wrap-up. We had six moves, seven bids, only $39 spent. I thought there was going to be a lot more, especially on our second waiver. But first we have yeah. James Conner, who had a pretty good game. I think it's an okay pickup. For $11 from Lolly. He needs an, he needs a running back. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, it's, good it definitely, it's, a, it's a good filler, especially with the – I mean, it's not always going to be the case that Kyler's not going to run the ball on every uh, touchdown. And he's also competing against – Kenyon Drake? No, Chase no, Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, yeah. So it could be a little bit of a committee, it's, but it's, a little it's bumpy, more but of a 1A, 1B on the, in that situation. And John Lolly definitely needs the depth, so yes. I feel like it's a great move on Lolly's part, for sure. And then our second one, which should have thought about being the biggest one. Ah. Um, nobody else bid. Johnny bid $10. Yep. I bid 0 I thought about changing it at like 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, man, I should have changed that. And I was like, wait. Waivers went through. <laughs> um, well, I mean, personally, I think, A, he did only get four targets. Two touchdowns and four targets yeah. is a little hard to, you know, get excited about. But, again, like you said, it was a very, like, oh, man, he's got two touchdowns, and that would have helped win everybody's week that lost this week. So, And then moving on next, talking about wasting some money, Don threw down $7 on Marlon Mack over some trade rumors. Yeah. Or him demanding a trade. But he, where is he really going to go that he's going to supplant I mean, the starter? Yeah, I, I don't see him going anywhere unless uh, you got people with injuries, really. Maybe maybe San Francisco needs an eighth running back. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right. They, they, they could work with anyone. Let's check real quick. What's Dom down to? Dom is down to $72. And we are only going into week four. I mean, to be fair, like like I did say week one when he dropped that $91, Fab does get less useful as the season goes on. You're only going to find so many breakouts and so many things, but at the end of the day, it's going to when co- it ha- when it comes when it comes, it's going to cost Dom the uh, the big look he's looking for, in my opinion. But we'll, we'll see how that plays. Then out. we have two moves by you, Brian. We have yeah. the, the New Orleans defense for six dollars. Christian for my Kirk. weekly six dollar D. Yep, <laughs> Christian Kirk for three dollars. If I ever go to on a D against Brian, I'm going seven dollars. I'm going eight. <laughs> Um, and then to round it off, Johnny put down two dollars for Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys, dropping Big Bob Tunyon. Is that a, is that a waiver pickup from Dom coming up soon? I don't think so. I mean, I know Dom, I know Big Bob Tunyon's your boy, but again, Tunyon hasn't been doing well. He, they use him a lot as a blocking uh, tight end. Rogers, he's been looking good, but he's not giving Tunyon a lot of looks. They're not putting him in a lot of pass action plays. 
I don't see Tunyon being that that good, but hey, you never know. It's Tom. So. <laughs> Notable free agent moves after the waiver period. We had Josh Gordon going to Gooby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Gordon getting reinstated, signing with the Chiefs. Yep. Uh, won't be playing this week. Won't be, but he still might be. I mean, that's actually he. He small could. like one percent chance. chance. Small one percent chance, but uh, that's that's half the reason he? I did drop a uh, uh, Hardman for Christian Kirk because he's just going to eat targets there. Yep. It's not going to be you know he is thirty, but he's still going to have a little bit of that. Could Josh be, Gordon Pepper. could be a sneaker pick. Maybe, could be, maybe. could be. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. It's Josh Gordon. We're always it's, on a hype train when it comes to Josh Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know you are, Joe. <laughs> as we spoke before, Don picked up Mike Gusecki. Yep, yep. And I picked up Royce Freeman, who is either the backup to Chuba Hubbard or will take him, take the front, uh, number one spot. I don't Probably think the backup. Most li- like ninety nine percent the backup good, in my opinion. Good flyer pick though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's shot in the dark for Sunday, I guess. But I mean, he's probably going to get benched before then. <laughs> But that means nobody will have him. I mean, if you want to play that game, sure. <laughs> sure. I dropped Demetric Felton for it. Didn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know who that is. So. I ha- yeah, I have to, well, what's going to probably end up happening is I'm going to have to drop Royce Freeman to get Antonio Brown back on my roster. Yeah, because he did get off the COVID uh, IR list right now. So, yeah, so you got it. You got it. No moves going on Sunday unless you drop him. Exactly. All right. All right. Now, going into our previews for week three, we'll start off with my game versus Chris. Um, week four. Week four. Uh, I don't really – I hate speaking on my games. Um, I'll do it for you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, so we have a lot of questionables on Chris's side right now. We have Saquon Barkley, questionable. Deion, uh, DeAndre Swift, questionable below there. Speaking of using him a ton. Uh, Glockett just popped up as questionable. Goddard's got uh, Zach Ertz to worry about. Diggs has been doing serviceable, very you know solid, nothing to worry about there. And Stafford's been – Putting up points like his job depends on it for some reason. Hill's been up and down because uh, uh, Mahomes has been having okay games, but I think Chris's team can weather that. Whether all whether the injuries and things that are going on, he's got a decent bench to throw uh, some guys up there if uh, things get a little hairy. I think, in my opinion, that Joe's going to take this game though. He's projected under right now, but. I think Najee Harris is going to have a great game against Green Bay when it's raining. I think that Dak Prescott's going to have a good game against Carolina. Uh, I think that CeeDee Lamb's going to have a great game with Prescott. I think they're going to have a good connection that game. Uh, Allen is going to get a little mad that he didn't get touchdowns last week, so he's going to come out. And I think Mixon's going to have a great leg game against Jacksonville. Who That's does a good game tonight. Yeah, he, he, I don't think he's got. I don't think Jacksonville's got an answer to that right also, now. Also, my pr- the projection should be a little bit closer. I still have Sherling Steppard in there. Um, you just can't so make, can't make a move right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's going to end up either, either going to Antonio Brown or Anto, um, Alexander Madison, depending on Dalvin Cook's status. Right, which if it does swing Dalvin Cook not playing this week, that's a big I, hit on Johnny and a big plus on you. Yes. So I think that – Big big hit on Lolly. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, yeah, and I think your defense is just solid. Uh, Broncos going against Baltimore. That's nothing too scary. And Ravens going – oh, you got a defense yeah, got matchup. Defense you got a defense matchup, matchup on Sunday on the 4 o'clock games. Okay. Yeah, I think it could be a close game um chris has he you know he has the wins i don't think he put up the points besides the first week uh, no he was putting up points week two as well i think yeah i think he was he was showing why he's uh got a little bit of a scary team there he had 130 last week which was good yeah um and then he had 101 the week before oh okay excuse me then so he had the monster first week and um, then a little bit of a misstep a but misstep but he did get a win last week against brian yes uh, i think it's gonna be a close matchup um but I won't be able to talk to Chris about it because he doesn't talk to him Monday. No, that's the rule. If you talk to Chris about it, he will come to your house and do unspeakable things to you. Don't Unfortunately, even, don't. we live with him. Don't. 
All right, so the next matchup we're going to talk about is me and Gooby. You and Gooby. All right, my turn, huh? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you speak All on All right, this one? so let's see real quick. I think overall, looking at this, the points are pretty close. I think you're going to take it based on injuries alone. Mm. Gooby has a lot of injured players in his starting lineup right now. He has Jonathan Taylor, who's dealing with a – I don't remember what type of injury – a knee injury, which is never good for a running God back. God bless him. Nobody uh, bless those men's knees. You have Julio Jones with a hamstring, and I believe Juju with a rib injury. Yes. Um, the thing is, what's Gooby going to fill in for his running backs? That's going to be the key is if his running backs could weather the storm. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have another monster game out of Josh Allen and uh, Travis Kelsey. They both have plus matchups. Everything else is looking a little hurt. For him, um, as far as your side, I think Jalen Hurts has a chance to go off. They have a they're going to be a shootout against Kansas City. I hope. I don't think they'll get stopped like they did um, in Dallas. But Ch is going up against Philadelphia that just got torched by Zeke. Yes. So Ch has another chance to go off. Um, I'm playing both sides of that ball with Sanders though too. True. <laughs> um, I think I think what this comes down to is how do Mike Williams and Chase uh, Jamar Chase hold up? I think um, they hold up fine. <laughs> they've been fantastic through the first three weeks. I, I mean, yeah, for where I drafted them, yeah, I think they've been exactly what I needed. <laughs> yeah. So what is it? Um, three, three, three times is a trend or something like that. Yeah. So they they had their three monster weeks already. They can they keep it going? It's looking like a um, good chance, especially with. Uh, Keenan Allen dealing with a small ankle injury. Right. Um, I think they're going to go off again. I think you're going to be able to edge out this. And, Brian, let's get out of this uh, the bottom of the league. I mean, here's open, right? Somebody, somebody else can uh, keep – we're just keeping the seat warm, you know? Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> Next up, we have Mike versus Johnny. Um, this is a 2-1 versus 2-1. I think this is our only 2-1-2-1 matchup this week. Okay. Um Every other matchup is a one two two one. Besides for Dom and Molly, because Molly's is zero and three. Yes. But yes, this is our only um, our two two one two one. So if someone's going to fall, someone's going to rise. Yeah, and I think big news of the night right now is going to be Higgins uh, Wait, not playing tonight. I said, yeah. yeah, Higgins is definitely not playing tonight. Um, he's already confirmed out. That's another blow for Johnny, who Johnny does like Higgins, and that's kind of why Jamar Chase has been blown up a little bit. But um, I I think we covered the, team, the problems with Johnny C M a lot earlier. And I think they're going to continue a little bit here. I think he's going to have to lean a lot heavier on Kamara and uh, Henry this, I this think, week. I think they both have great matchups against the Giants they do. and the Jets, respectively. Yes. Um, Robert Woods could have a good game going against Atlanta. But if he doesn't, that's he just doesn't, the, if he doesn't, that just points to Mike. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, think, I think Brandon Cooks is going to have a down week this week going up against a tough defense in Buffalo. Yeah. And I think uh, Johnny is going to fall into Dom's trap of chasing points. With uh, Sanders? With uh, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz scored 23 points last week, ah. um, catching two touchdowns, I believe, f- from Dak. Um, yeah, two touchdowns from Dak. You know, he started off the season with seven points and three points. So I think Johnny is really chasing I chasing mean, points this week. I mean, yeah, six, six targets for 80 yards and two touchdowns. That's not the worst stat line. Oh, no, it was a great game. Yeah, yeah, it was a great th- game for I don't him. think the targets land that way all the time. No, yeah, especially with CeeDee Lamb yes. and, uh, yeah, everybody, all the receivers Amari Cooper there. didn't do great last week. CeeDee Lamb um, just missed that touchdown. Um, yeah. I think – I don't think – I think Dalton's chasing points. 
Miles Gaskins, I don't really like. And maybe he's chasing points with Emmanuel Sanders. You know, I, mean, I, like that, Emmanuel I think that's Sanders. a worse stat line, yeah. I like Emmanuel Sanders, but he, he could be he could be getting that chasing points trap. I mean, especially if John, Jonathan Taylor's still dealing with that injury with his knee, you can have Hines in there. Um, you can have uh, Robbie Anderson throwing up points from Carolina, especially with uh, the run game a little uh, down right there. So I'd, I I think Johnny's going to make a little bit of uh, moves when closer comes to Sunday. And then on Mike's side, you know, we got Tom Brady. He Mike switched Tom Brady in. Tom Brady has the revenge game against I do the like, Patriots. I do it's like the that first a lot. time in his career that he's played the Patriots. His only chance to get a win, I believe, if he beats the Patriots, he joins that club that has beaten every single NFL team. Yep. Um, you know, Zeke had a great game. I don't know if he'll have a good game as he did last week. Uh, he's going be, up against a pretty good defense. I think Carolina. he'll be okay. Pollard's uh, hurt. I, I think he popped up on the injury. Report. I think. The Dallas Cowboy game, the the Cowboy Panther game is going to be more of a shootout. Oh, okay. So I don't think Zeke will be as relied upon as he was in. Yeah, that Johnny put, put in Robbie Anderson. <laughs> um, James Robinson hasn't played well this season until like the second half of that last game. We'll yeah. see if he's able to add on to and that. Cincinnati's defense is not complete dog shit this year. They can actually hold the line. If I think if Antonio Brown has the stamina mm-hmm. after coming off of COVID, I think he could eat into Godwin's um, points after For sure. to kind of shove it. Also have a revenge game against uh, the Patriots. Yep, yep. Um, I, but I think Mike's bottom half of his lineup is going to be pretty good. He has the Titans defense against the Jets. That's the one you want to look for. Oh, yeah. That was a nice pickup by Mike. For sure. Um, but Scary Terry, Noah Font, Cooper Cup, who's going to have him? He has the pluses of plus matchups. <laughs> yeah. And David Montgomery all have plus matchups. The good thing about David Montgomery, they're talking about switching play callers in Chicago. Ooh, okay. And that's what he needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see how that shakes out. With all the Chicago uh, offense is kind of up in the air right now. Everybody's waiting to see how it lands before they start moving on players, but. Uh, it's looking like it's a good matchup for Mike, regardless. The yep. Detroit's not down and out for the count like they were the first two weeks, but they're still not the best defense to go Johnny against. has had this up-and-down season so far. Mike has been trending up. Yes. That's so see if Mike continues the trend or, or if Johnny's – Yeah, or if, or, if, or if Mike peaked and he starts going down, or does Johnny just continue to slip away into the uh, annals of not winning the trophy again. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Then we have the former was it CVS or Walgreens matchup. We got Kevin versus Christian. <laughs> yeah, Walgreens. Um, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, is, Kevin's projected to score a lot of points. Um, we'll, we'll see how he could do. My biggest worry, straight up looking at it, is he benched Melvin Gordon for Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette has had a shit year so far. Melvin Gordon's questionable. <laughs> Melvin Gordon's questionable. Okay. And and he's got Josh Jacobs. Josh there. Jacobs, that's also questionable. He has run routes in practice today. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the biggest blow to Kevin's team so far is not having his top, um, his or his number two running back. Um, he, this is what we talked about with Lolly, you know. Yeah. Um, and Gooby, you have limited running backs. He has three running. Th- he has four running backs on his team. And he has to start Leonard Fournette. You know, Leonard Fournette had a great year last year. Mm-hmm. But this year he has yet to top 10 points. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I, I like the – obviously, Kyler Murray is going to carry him a little bit in this matchup. And Devontae Adams is going to be Devontae Adams regardless. He's still a great receiver. But, yeah, the 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 um, running back situation for Kevin is not looking good. They're facing some pretty top defenses. Mark Andrews is facing a real bad matchup. I think that's going to be – I think Mark Andrews is going to have the classic two for 20 yeah. Uh, game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Especially after going – 
100 yards last week. Yeah, no, 100%. It's a classic Mark Andrews game. And then Justin Jefferson's going against the corners and uh, the Browns, and I do not want to be against the corners of the Browns if I'm playing a wide receiver. So uh, Mike Evans is, is part of that revenge game, which we talked about earlier with the eating the points and everything. But, I mean, I think I think this week Kevin should fade Devonta Smith. Personally. Yeah. Personally. Uh, I mean, the one good thing is it is against Kansas City. They have some holes. Yep, um, yep. I don't know who I'd play. Uh, maybe this is maybe this is um, Kyle Pitts. No, it's not going to be Kyle Pitts. <laughs> <breakout game. laughs> he has not done anything this year. Not that's, yet. Not that's yet. a rookie tight end. Yep. Um, but I mean, the good thing for for Kevin is Christian team is looking really hurt. Lamar Jackson missed another practice today. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Chase Claypool, Rob Gronkowski, all with. Uh, questionables. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Christian Seaman. All I'm seeing is questionables and red matchups. It's yeah. not the best. Uh, I, it's uh, Gronk could have that big game. Oh, we we spoke about it before. Yeah. Um, this is Gronk returning to New England. You know, watch Brady throw up three touchdowns to Gronk in um in in Foxborough. Yeah, and I definitely like the Gronk play for the revenge game over Higby over in Arizona. Um, I personally, I think the first thing to watch out for is Antonio Gibson's status this week because uh, Christian has McKissick, and I think that's going to be a sneaky late play in the Sunday in the Sunday window. Yeah, Antonio Gibson dealing with a shin injury. Yeah, um, that yeah, that could be a good move. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the play that's going to that that if Christian's on top of his team on Sunday, I think that's going to be definitely way to go. That's the question. Uh, who'd you take out? Uh, take out a flex. Take Cole out Beasley. a take out Coop. Take out Coop. I think you take out Cole Beasley. Yeah, Beasley actually. Beasley's Get probably the anti-vaxxers out especially because especially because it's raining. Yeah. Uh, I think I take yeah take out Beasley. Put in uh, Gibson. I think it's a, I think or it's, I think it's a dome, so it doesn't really matter. Oh well, then uh, unless they don't show they don't show it as a dome. Nope, it's home. <laughs> it's in it's in the outdoors at Orchard Park in Buffalo. Yeah, so that's gonna be a run game if anything. I think. And oh, you know, let's see. Either uh, way, either way, I think I'm gonna give this one to Kevin. I think Kevin's gonna trying to make a statement on why he's not gonna wear the toilet seat again this year. You know, two weeks ago I said Mike was gonna win um, after he had his loss, mm-hmm. um, and he did, and he's been on a roll since. I'm he gonna has. give this one to Christian. Huh? We need him to win. We don't, especially me and you, Brian. We need all we right. need these two and one teams to go down. All right, all right, all right. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to our fellow one and two team and say Christian's gonna get the win this week. Okay, I mean, and you know what? If it happens, then we'll count you as a good luck charm. You can make a prediction like that every week and see how people get mad at you. All right, cool. <laughs> and moving on to our matchup of the week, we have Dom versus Lolly. And uh, this is gonna be a little bit of a match of the week because I definitely smack talked Dom's team uh, earlier, and I think Lolly's gonna be a little bit on suicide watch as we saw. So um, Lolly's definitely scrambling to get something going with his team with the running backs, like we talked about before. Dom looking to try and stop slipping away from uh, his top top of the pack with his two and O from two weeks ago. Now he's two and one. He went down three points. He's trying to probably stop. He's gonna try and you know get a win here. I think it's gonna be a lot harder for Dom than you think, though. I do too. Uh, it's really going to come down to how Dalvin Cook is feeling this week. Yes. Um, right now, Lolly has benched Javante Williams. I think that's the wrong move, especially with Melvin Gordon being hurt. Uh, Javante Williams has a decent matchup this mm. week so far. I think that's where you want to go. Um, I don't think Mike Davis is going to do much against Washington. They have a really strong front, and yeah. we talked about that O-line in the past. Especially because Patterson's there with the pass-catching ability. I think yeah. Mike Davis is going to get stopped. I, yeah, I don't think that's a good play. I think swapping those two would probably be a good move for Lolly. Yeah, so I mean, Mike Davis so far in the year eight point seven, nine point eight, nine point zero. If you want your nine points, and you know you could play Mike Davis, <laughs> I don't think he'll meet that this week. 
He's Lamar Jackson reincarnated. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller, sorry. Not Lamar yeah. Jackson. Uh, it's going to come down to how healthy Lolly's running backs are this week. Yes. Also with Dom, too, is Antonio Gibson going to play? He has had that chin injury. Right. Um, Dante Johnson's looking to play in a rain game when he's already banged up. Yep, in, in Green Bay. Yeah, in Green Bay. It's and, not, you know, he has that. Does Al- does Allen Robinson bounce back with Justin Fields? Does the new uh, play calling help him out? Mm-hmm. Um, does Galladay come in and do something for the Giants with all their other receivers banged up? I don't think so. I mean, hey, listen, they're going against New Orleans, and they've been very hit or miss. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. It just doesn't seem like Kenny Galladay and Tim uh, Jones are on the same page. I don't know. We'll um, see. I, I, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would. I, I mean, if I if I had to switch anybody from Dewan to Johnson on Dom's team, I'd put in Kenny Galladay, personally. Either that or maybe Chase Edmonds, but I don't like him against the Rams. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know what? Chase Edmonds is averaging 11 points. So, you know, he has those double-digit points. I don't even know yeah. if Dom has played him this year. Yeah, well, I mean. He yeah. did it last week. I mean, uh, and then speaking of quarterbacks, I mean, you got Russell Wilson going to keep him. Mahomes got to start him. Chubb, you're going you to start him. Gibson, you know, like you said, the injury. And then, I mean, everything else. I mean, Waller. And the thing is, it's gonna be it's gonna be Waller going against Gizeki, which I think that's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one of the deciding factors of this. We'll see if Dom's listens to the podcast. Maybe he'll switch up his tight end game. Maybe he'll shut my fucking ass up. <laughs> and maybe he'll he'll Mike Gizeki will throw up twenty points and he can throw a big finger in my face next week. Dom has know. yet to play Chase Chase Edmonds this uh, week this year. So you know, we'll see. We'll see I how it goes. It, I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna come down to how well that. Um, Russell, it's going to come down to Cook. It's going to come down to and Cook. how well the Russell DK stack. If Cook doesn't play, I think Lolly's going to squeeze this one out, though. Another big up injury update. Uh, Tyler Lockett was a do not practice today. Yes. So if that, could be a, that could be a big, big point score for Lolly. Yeah. I'm going to give the matchup to John Lolly, breaking his winless streak, getting Same. his first win of the year, putting Dom on a two-game Losing streak after being the last undefeated team. Getting scared. Someone's going to be on suicide watch. I, Who will it be? Not me, because I got the church, my man James, uh, James Jones, and we're gonna we're gonna bless the knees every Sunday like we do. And uh, yeah, I, I I subscribe to the church. I don't know about you guys. We hold we hold a service every Sunday on all the NFL networks and the football season. So say a little prayer, bless those bless those knees, and hallelujah. Our Father, bless those knees. <laughs> You know how it goes. And we'll see you next week. All right.